five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Look around and you'll see 
Toto, 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 Toto,
עוצר. כי ניסיונות באים וגם הולכים, ומשאירים אותנו חזקים. שוב מטפס לראש הער ונופל, לרקע מתייאש ושוב מתקפל. אבל אז מתרומם מן העפר, לובש עתיד שוכח העבר. אני תמיד נופל ויקר, כי זו דרכו של העולם. ויום אחד אקום ולא אפול, כשאהיה חזק, כשאהיה גדול. אני תמיד נופל של העולם, ויום אחד אקום ולא אפול, כשאהיה חזק, כשאהיה גדול. ואם סוער עומד בין הגלים, הם כמו חומות כשמעלי באופק לא רואים דבר, בלב יש תחושה שזה נגמר. אבל תמיד בסוף קוראת לי התקווה, לתת עוד מאמץ למצוא את התשובה, ונגד כל סיכוי שוב נאמד, בקול גדול קורא השם אחד.
שיחו בכל
JM in the AM with Joey Newcomb and a uh, medley that he calls the Morocco medley here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard, uh, where's my music list? Before that, you heard uh, Shlomo Katz with Bimotsai and Shiru Lo off of his latest. Nofel Vakam was Yoeli Dickman. Sandy Shmueli with Otata. Uh, you heard Ain Kolokena done by the Solomon Brothers. Masach Hashem is our Monday morning theme song from Mayor Sherman. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday on this 19th day of September, day number 23 in the month of Elul. Today is the yard site of those who perished on 9-11. Today is the yard site, the 21st anniversary on the Hebrew calendar of those who were murdered by the um, terrorists on September the 11th back in 2001. It's the 23rd of Elul, a significant day in our community, of course. And we remember those who are... Uh, who were victims and whose families have suffered since then, uh, since 21 years ago. JMAM on a Monday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I, um, a gander at the Chesed page, nachomsegel.com slash Chesed, nachomsegel.com slash Chesed, and you'll notice that we have uh, added Ormeo Bracha. Ormeo Bracha is now up there on the Chesed page. Uh, we spoke to Leora Teji on on um, Friday and spoke about all the food distribution that Arme Obracha is doing before Yontif. Um, we also uh, have the Chevra Gamach up there on Friday. Naftali Solomon and I spoke about the uh, tail end of the Chevra Gamach campaign, which has been a great success. Thank God they even went into a bonus round on Friday, so you can see that. The link is there at uh, at um, com slash chesed. We are adding today, uh, we're going to add the Chabad of Puerto Rico because of what's happening there, the devastation that's going to be on the page a little later on. And we're also adding the uh, fund that has been set up in memory of Yankee Meyer. There is a uh, Misaskim fund that has been that has been arranged, and I just want to make sure that I have the correct information. Uh, it is part of the ChesedFund.com. It's part of the ChesedFund.com, and again, the link is going to be on that page very soon. It's called Yankee's Legacy, a fundraising effort on behalf of Yankee's Legacy. Uh, over a thousand people have already contributed. They're over half a million dollars. Their goal is five million, and um, and um, with Yuntov approaching, and with the the need in our community to help the uh, widows and orphans before the holiday. That's what Yankee concentrated on this time of year. I mean, he concentrated on a lot of things this time of year, but that's one of the things he concentrated on. Uh, with all of that, we hope that everybody will be as generous as possible. And again, that link will be up there later on, nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. Our Elul Chesed campaign is in full swing, and I hope that, and it, and it will continue. It'll continue through, uh, through Tishrei, because after all, the expensive holidays that we continue to allude to are in Tishrei. Rosh Hashanah and uh, Sukkot. 
Hard to believe this is the final week of the year, Slichas week. I want to thank the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island who again invited me to lead Slichas this coming, or I should say this past, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Uh, always a, a pleasure. It's been a long time. I believe this is the 39th consecutive year that I'm doing it. And I want to again thank Rabbi Siegel and the new Springville Jewish Center on Staten Island. And I look forward to being there this coming Sunday night to kick off the brand new year. Again, hard to believe it's the final full week of the year. It's the final week of the year. And um, then we'll have four weeks uh, that are somewhat interrupted each time. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shemini Atzeres, Simchas Torah. And then we'll finally get back into our regular schedule toward the end of October. Stay with us at JM Name and the Nahum Single Network all through the high holiday period and through the Untif season. You'll be glad you did. The music's amazing. The uh, brand new and original programming, amazing. Make sure to be tuned into the Nahum Single Network whenever possible. It'll be inspiring and it'll certainly help you feel uh, higher and higher during this holiday season. Um,. Rabbi Cash says, Nahum, looking forward to uh, Rabbi Heber on Wednesday. Yes, Rabbi Heber is going to join us Wednesday. There's a lot to talk about, I'm sure, regarding 5783. By the way, Rabbi Heber alluded off the air to me that this coming Thursday, there's a significant piece of trivia regarding Tachanun this coming Thursday. I'm not sure what he means. Anybody out there have a clue? Let me know. Nahum and NahumSiegel.com or on the NSN app. What does Rabbi Heber mean that there's something of note regarding Tachanun this coming Thursday. Very curious about that. Now, I know it's the last long Tachanun of the year, but I can't imagine that that's it. <laughs> Please keep in mind Rav Levi Tzvi Ben Chana having back surgery today. Rav Levi Tzvi Ben Chana uh, for a Rafur Shlema. Oh, and Judy Landy reminds us again that the 9-11 of the Jewish world is the 23rd of Elul. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, we, we had... We had planned to uh, speak about this uh, for the last couple of weeks, always focused on the 23rd of Elul, um, exactly a week before Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is Monday, 23rd of Elul Monday, always a week before Rosh Hashanah. One week exactly is when we commemorate the art site of those who perished on 9-11. Uh, big day today here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We've got Rav Daron Peretz, who, of course, was part of that big World Zionist Congress in Basel, we get to speak with him. He's the head of World Mizrahi. Cannot wait to check in with him. And I also can't wait to check in with Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz. Many of you know that the uh, folks at Art Scroll have a lot going on this time of year, and I mean a lot, and we get to check in with him and find out what's happening regarding uh, Art Scroll and the different publications. Of course, when you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio. When you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use uh, promo code radio. You'll be glad you did because you'll get free shipping and a wonderful um, a wonderful discount when you go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. More coming. I know Rabbi Gedalia Zlatovitz will join us in the third hour this morning. Rabbi Brander's going to stop by our uh, temporary studio here in Teaneck tomorrow. Rabbi Kenny Brander from Artura Stone. Looking forward to that visit. Lots happening. Lots going on. Thanks for tuning in to JM and the AM. More coming up, everybody. This is Shalshelis Jr. at JM and the AM.
Yoeli Klein. Rosh Hashanah Shali. Nigo na Midbar done by Elio Chait. Nochi Kronband had Barosha Shana. Bisha Achas done by Akiva. And Shalshelis Jr. had New Day. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Rather, we're the web and AlchemSugal.com and the AlchemSugal Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, AlchemSugal Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. You'll see that on the front uh, front screen, how you can comment. Um, Rav Daron Peretz, World Mizrahi, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, Arts Girl Masora, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Big Monday here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnei, Ima Shekorei Akshav. בתגובה לדבריו הלילה של נשיא איראן ראיסי, בהם הטיל ספק בשואה. הרמטכ"ל אביב כוכבי אומר לפני שעה קלה, אסור לאפשר לאנשים כאלה להחזיק יכולת לפיתוח נשק להשמדה המונית. לא צריך להיות היסטוריון ולא חוקר כדי להבין את זוועת השואה. מי שמשקר הוא מתכחש לאמת ולהיסטוריה הכואבת והמוצקה. בקלות משקר היום, ובטבעיות ישקר בעתיד. זוהי תזכורת נוספת לכך שאסור לאפשר לאנשים כאלה להחזיק כל יכולת מכל סוג לפיתוח נשק להשמדה המונית. בדבריו של הרמטכ"ל בטקס משלחת צה"ל במחנה ההשמדה אושוויץ בירקנאו בפולין, הביא כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. נשיא לבנון מישל אהרון אומר היום כי המגעים עם ישראל לקביעת הגבול הימים מצויים בשלבים אחרונים. לדבריו, השיחות נוגעות כעת לפרטים טכניים הקשורים ברישום הגבול. עוד אמר הנשיא הלבנוני כי השיחות יבטיחו את זכויותיה של לבנון במים הכלכליים שלה. כתבנו לענייני ערבים, ג'קי חוגי מוסר שדבריו של אהרון נועדו להרגיע את הלבנונים אחרי יומי נסראללה, שהזהיר בשבת מפני קיפוח זכויותיה של לבנון בשיחות, ואיים להגיב בירי טילים. בבריטניה נערכת בשעה זו הלווייתה של המלכה אליזבת השנייה בהשתתפות מנהיגי מדינות. יותר ממיליון בני אדם צפויים לחלוק לה כבוד אחרון. מצטרף אלינו בשידור חי שליחנו ללונדון עידן קוולר. שלום קוולר. כשבמרכז המנזר ארונה של המלכה אליזבת נמשך לו כעת טקס ההשכבה של המלכה המנוחה לצלילי מקהלת הילדים שברקע כשמשפחת המלוכה ויתר האורחים מנהיגים מרחבי העולם ועוד מכובדים כולם עם שירונים וספרי תפילה ומזמורים חולקים כבוד בפעם האחרונה למלכה בעוד כרבע שעה יסתיים הטקס הזה ויחל המסע שבסופו תתאמן המלכה אליזבת בטירת וינזור לצד קרובי משפחתה. אלימות נגד מורה בצפון. ספיר בן חמו, אם לתלמיד שנהגה באלימות כלפי מורה בבית הספר במעלות, סיפרה לי האלדן שהצוות החינוכי בבית הספר הסתיר ממנה כי בנה בעל צרכים מיוחדים עבר אלימות מינית בכיתה. אני נורא מביעה חרטה על מה שנעשה, זאת לא הייתה המטרה שלי. היא היחידה שידעה בכל המערכת. כשאני שואלת אותו, הלל, מה עשית? אז הוא אומר לי, הדבר הראשון שעשיתי, עזרתי את כל הכוח שהיה לי, ורצתי לספר. אני דופקת על השולחן ואני רוצה שיסבירו לי איך דבר כזה מטייחים שבוע שלם ולא נאמר לי מילה. כתבתנו לענייני חינוך הילד ברונץ' דיווחה לראשונה על הפרטים, מציינת כי משרד החינוך פתח בבדיקת טענות האם, אך מדגיש כי אלימות כלשהי היא חציית קו אדום. הבוקר השביתה הצוות החינוכי בבית הספר את הפעילות לשעתיים. 
הניסיונות לפסילת יושב ראש בל"ד, אף אחד מנציגי המפלגות בוועדת הבחירות המרכזית לא הסכים לחתום על בקשת הפסילה שהגישה ישראל ביתנו. זאת בעקבות הסגרים והחישובים שמבצעות המפלגות השונות על מנת לבדוק את השפעת המהלך על מפת המנדטים. כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב מזכיר כי יש עדיין אפשרות לפסילת בל"ד או מי ממנהיגיה אם יושג רוב בוועדה. מזג האוויר למחר עוד ירידה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
miracle, not the obvious kind, but no less wonderful. There are those who deny it, they say it's a lie, with no help, no outside help from above. All of us have seen his hand at times. Our hearts read his name between the lines, but some soon forget it, making believe they're blind. They turn away, that's the game they play with their lives. The hand of Hashem, yes, it was shown to them. The hand of Hashem, yes, it was clear. fell in the sand We said then That's where Hashem made them land Oh, but now it's all different There's nothing unusual When miracles pass The faith doesn't last What's there to be Oh, the hand of Hashem Yes, it was shown to It just hides in so many ways It causes all the grass to grow And the sun to shine on the days Ooh, And every day is another sign For everyone to see That it takes a man to see his plan For all that's meant to be The hand of J.M. in the A.M. Sometimes you have to be reminded, right? That song's a good reminder. Hand of Hashem with uh, Gershon Verobin, of course, the Miami Boys Choir in there as well. It comes off of an ultimate Miami 
uh, collection here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, the um, the uh, Dveka selection of Ben Yaker Lee, words we're going to be saying uh, during uh, our Yom Narayim High Holiday Services, which begin on Sunday night. Hard to believe this is the last full week. Of, it's the last week of the year. Full week or not, it's the last week of the year. Hard to believe. 23rd of Elul. Today is the day of the yard site of those who perished on 9-11. 23rd of Elul. Keep that in mind as you go through this day. And um, we've added to our we've added to our list, nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. We have added uh, the um, campaign by the Chesed Fund in memory of Yanki Meyer. Uh, that's a fund that's specifically going to help widows and orphans uh, during this time of year. So check that out. The link is there. Again, nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. Also, you'll find... On the page, you'll now find the um, the link where you can donate and help uh, Chabad of Puerto Rico. They are going through, as you can imagine, a very challenging time right now. The Jewish community of Puerto Rico is recovering from the devastating hurricane, as is the entire island of Puerto Rico. Check out the link. It's the third link on the page, nachomsigl.com slash chesed, and be as generous as possible. And all of the things that we've discussed here. Oh, and by the way, uh, Yad Ezra Veshulamit, which is distributing 55,000 packages this week before Shoshana and Sukkis to needy families in Israel. The link is there as well for you to help their Rosh Hashanah campaign. A lot of our listeners already have. So take advantage of it and, um, and uh, go for it. Be as generous as possible with all these funds that have been established to help people before the upcoming Yuntif. You'll be glad you did, that I could tell you. Um, also, the Yad Ezra Vashulamit has provided a phone number for us, which was incorrect. So I'm going to give you the correct phone number for those of you who want to give via telephone. It's 866-978-5049, 866-978-5049. That is the correct phone number to um, participate with Yad Ezra Vashulamit and their can- annual campaign to help those in Israel before Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. JM and the AM, more coming up. Here's Naftali Kempa. Lead it to your food. 
שהחזרת בי נשמעתי בחמלה רבה אמונתך. היי-או, היי-או, סינגל ויקץ יעקב משנתו ויאמר אכן יש השם במקום הזה ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי אכן יש השם במקום הזה ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי וירא ויאמר מה נורא המקום הזה אין זה כי אין בית אלוקים מזה שער השמיים במקום הזה ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי אכן יש השם במקום הזה ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי ואנוכי לא ידעתי ויירא ויאמר מה נורא המקום הזה אם זה כי אין בית אלוקים בזה שער השמיים ויירא ויאמר מה נורא J.M. in the A.M. at Shara Shemayim done by uh, Lenny Solomon and company here at uh, J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, the uh, Solomon brothers with Moda Ani. You heard Shea Futsu done by Naftali Kempa. NachumSiegel.com slash Chesed has all the initiatives, including the uh, brand new ones that we just introduced today. The Chabad of Puerto Rico helping those who are recovering from the... Uh, from the... Um, Hurricane down there in Puerto Rico. Also, the um, the campaign in memory of Yankee Meyer that's supporting the Adid initiative of Miss Askim. That's up there as well. Remember, our entire Elul Chesed campaign is in memory of Yaakov Michal ben Hachavar Yisrael in memory of Yankee Meyer. Um, and the links are there. The links are there to support Miss Askim. The links are there to support 
the special campaign for the Yadid initiative of Misaskim that helps the widows and orphans before Yontif and during Yontif, by the way. It's amazing the work that they do. Really incredible. JM and AM, good morning, and thanks for joining us on this Monday. Remember, Rabbi Heber, Rabbi David Heber, our calendaric expert, joins us 7.30 in the morning on Wednesday. He did indicate that he has some trivial piece of information to share with us regarding this coming Thursday's Tachanun. I don't know what it is, and some people out there are guessing. I don't know what it is. But he is supposed to join us and uh, tell us about the year 5783 and toss in that additional piece of trivia regarding Tachanun. Rav Daron Peretz is going to join us about 20 minutes from now from World Mizrahi. We've got... Um, we've got... Um, uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz is going to join us from Art Scroll Masora. We'll check out some of the recent releases from Art Scroll and what uh, you can uh, take advantage of this time of year. There is a lot of t- lot you can take advantage of this time of year from Art Scroll. A lot of amazing publications. When you go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code RADIO. Major discount, free shipping. Always use promo code RADIO at artscroll.com. Simple as that. Rabbi Kenneth Brander is scheduled to join us tomorrow. In fact, he may be here live and in person in our temporary studio in Teaneck, New Jersey, visiting from Israel, Artura Stone. Very much looking forward to greeting him. Um, so that'll be happening on uh, that'll be happening tomorrow morning. I want to remind the Teaneck, Bergenfield, and Bergen County community that the Just One Life features Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson at 8 o'clock this coming Wednesday night at the home of Rachel and Ozzie Mandel on Westminster Avenue in Bergenfield. The Mandel and Lieberman families are co-hosting the event. We spoke with our Marty Katz of Just One Life this past Friday, and those of you out there who would like to support the cause and come hear an amazing lecture, an amazing speaker this coming Wednesday in Bergenfield, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, just go to justonelife.org, justonelife.org. All the info about the organization is there, justonelife.org. And that's Wednesday night here in Bergen County at the Mandel Home, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson. Make sure to come on out and enjoy. Our friends at shopeichlers.com, I wonder if they realize that the Siegel family was well represented at their headquarters yesterday on 13th Avenue in Brooklyn. We were there, and boy, oh, boy. I loaded up on everything we needed before Yontiv, including some uh, brand new luachs. I have to repair for my Hebra's interview, after all. Uh, all Machzorim, they have announced. All Machzorim uh, from ShopEichlers.com. All Machzorim, ShopEichlers.com. Every holiday Machzor is now 10% off through Thursday. Take advantage. Use promo code RADIO. All Machzorim, 10% off. ShopEichlers.com. Make sure to use promo code RADIO. Every moxer you need, Roshanium, Kipper, Sukkis, and beyond, is available at 10% off right now at ShopEichlers.com. ShopEichlers.com. All moxerim discounted until Thursday. Go to ShopEichlers.com. Make sure to use promo code RADIO and get ready to save and enjoy Yuntif this coming Sunday night with a brand new moxer. And to all of our friends at ShopEichlers.com, we say... Happy, healthy, and sweet new year. More coming up. It is a Monday here at JM in the AM. And um, speaking of happy, healthy, and sweet new year, I want to take this opportunity to wish Seth Levin and everybody at A&H, one of the backbones of the kosher meat industry, A&H, Abels and Hyman, a, um, an outfit that keeps getting bigger and bigger. 
and more and more people are discovering just how delicious they are. And as the grilling season continues, and the weather's been spectacular in this area, so there's been a lot of grilling recently. As the grilling season continues, I can tell you that more and more people are discovering just how delicious A&H is. So to everybody at A&H, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And of course, everybody out there who's preparing for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, make sure to include plenty of A&H products. Put it on the shopping list. When you go to your supermarket, you'll see a beautiful A&H display. Make sure to uh, make sure to utilize it to your family's advantage by bringing home some delicious and incredible food items. Try A and H today; you'll be glad you did. JM and the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. At, oh, one second, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Zechanishmas Harav Zevinavus of Alevi and Zechanishmas Esther Basavus of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. We learned that on the third day after Avram Avinu had his bris, Hashem took the sun out of its sheath and made the day extremely hot. It says, that Avram Avinu sat at the door of his tent in the heat of the day. Why is it that this incident, this Masa of Chesed, is detailed in the Torah? However, the Torah doesn't mention Avram Avinu breaking the idols, the Avodah Zarah, or when he went into the Kivshana Esh, the fiery furnace. None of that is mentioned. Reb Nosson Svifinko explains that Hashem created the world through Chesed and constantly sustains the world through the schus or the merit of Chesed. Avram Avinu's Chesed was an expression of deep emuna, faith, recognition of Hashem that he gained from observing Hashem's infinite chesed. Chesed has the power to be the single greatest Kiddush Hashem. Avram Avinu, he didn't have any guests. He asked Eliezer, please go out and find a guest. Eliezer went out, but he couldn't find anyone. Avram Avinu then went out himself. Still, there were no guests. Hashem saw how much tsar that Avram Avinu had, even greater pain than the trouble of caring for the guest would be. So Hashem sent three malachim, three angels to Avram Avinu. Avram told Sarah to make the bread. He shechted three calves just to be able to give each of the guests the best part of the behemoth. What was his reward? We learn in Bava Metziah, that Hashem repaid him a hundred thousand times by giving Klal Yisroel the mon in the Midbar. There were between two and a half to three million people for over 40 years that were sustained with the mon, all in the schus of Avram Avinu's chesed, his loving kindness. There was a person that came in about two months ago to me, and he told me that he does a certain chesed each and every day with an elderly person. However, there is someone now that has asked him that he would like to take over and do the chesed himself. The man said, the truth is, I could use a little bit extra time. So I'm thinking about giving it up. What does the Rav think? I said, if you want to know what I have to say. I wouldn't give it up for anything. Even he pays you a million dollars. Do the chesed. 
Mi yodea, who knows what that chesed is doing for you. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM with a, a song entitled Peace from Zusha here on a Monday morning broadcast. JM in the AM, good morning all. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. My thanks to Matis Weingast. Another brilliant edition of JM Sunday yesterday. Every Sunday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. My thanks to Matis for always doing an amazing live show every single Sunday for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Big thank you to Avrami. He's responsible for Saturday Night Siegel. He and Rabbi Eliezer Wickler are featured on Saturday nights. And I thank him very much for a great job uh, each and every week, including this past Saturday night. I want to thank Listener B, because Listener B has uh, joined the... <laughs> the list of people in our audience, and that list is ever-growing, of people reminding me to do the Elul chauffeur blowing. It is amazing. And I, What is it? Just this week, right? Yeah, through Friday. Because Sunday we don't blow chauffeur because it's Erev Rosh Hashanah. So, Nachum, can you just remember, can you just, re- this is me talking, not her. Can you just remember, please, it's the final week. Let's get it right. Try to do it every single day at the assigned time. <laughs> We'll get to our Elul show for blowing in a moment. I want to remind you that our Benji Kramer, our Benji Kramer is going to be doing Meir Me Lim today. Rabbi Benji Kramer, Meir Me Lim, coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time. And today the word is chauffeur. How do you like that? Today the word is chauffeur. Rabbi Benji Kramer talking about chauffeur on Meir Me Lim right after JMN this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Rav Daron Peretz is going to join us coming up here at JMNAM. He's the head of World Mizrahi, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, in hour number three this morning here at JMNAM uh, from Art Scroll Masora. We'll talk about some of the new publications that are out, some of the things you need to know about as the new year is beginning. And um, Wednesday morning, Rabbi David Heber. Rabbi David Heber this coming Wednesday. He will give us some piece of trivia regarding Tachanun this Thursday. He already gave me that advance notice. And he will um, discuss the year 5783. Rabbi David Heber on the year 5783, 7.30 this coming Wednesday, right here at JM in the AM.
Friedman, Akola Tova, important message all through the year, but especially now as the year comes to an end, Akola Tova, and the brand new gets uh, brand new year gets uh, started this coming Sunday nights, anticipating a wonderful 5783, Rev. David Heber is going to join us on Wednesday, our calendaric trivia expert will discuss the brand new year of 5783 right here at JMNAM. Very much looking forward to that. Right, Benji Kramer and Mayir Me Lim coming up at 9 o'clock on The Word Shofar. The Word Shofar is going to be his uh, his focus. That's happening during Mayir Me Lim at 9 o'clock this morning right after JMNAM right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Rav Daron Peretz is with us live via telephone. He is chief executive of the Mizrahi World Movement. He is somebody that has uh, transformed the organization into something that is now so active, so incredible, and has such a wonderful positive influence on so many people around the world, and we always recognize him for it. Uh, world Mizrahi recently celebrated its 120th year representing Orthodox Judaism in the International Zionist Movement. The event took place following the World Zionist Congress 125th Anniversary Gala in the same place where Theodore Herzl first opened its inaugural session in 1897. Uh, at the Basel Concert Hall in Basel, Switzerland. Rav Daron Peretz was there. He is also preparing for Israel 75, which we'll have an opportunity to discuss with him during this conversation as well as we sort of wrap up the year and get ready for a wonderful 5783 with World Mizrahi. Rav Daron Peretz, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nochum. Always wonderful to be with you, and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity and uh, write it out to, of course, to you and your family and the whole uh, Nachum Siegel Network family and listeners. Just please God, a Bezrat Hashem, healthy, happy, wonderful 5783, Bezrat Hashem. Bezrat Hashem is right, and we wish you, of course, a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. Uh, so the 125th anniversary gala, I mean, this is something that uh, we've spoken about on the air and heard plenty about uh, with the World Zionist Congress. What was it like representing World Mizrahi, representing the Orthodox arm, if you will, of the international Zionist movement at that celebration? Yeah, firstly, it was very, very special. Firstly, the event in and of itself, in fact, I just finished right now, our end of uh, year uh, World Zionist Organization board meeting where we sort of unpacked the uh, the, the Basel um, event and did some planning for the coming year. Uh, it was an amazing event. I think for the World Zionist Organization to be able to bring 1,400 people plus to Basel for this incredible event was with incredible security. We heard of the, the, you know, the amount of the the investment of the Swiss government in in huge, huge security. There really wasn't a person in Basel who didn't know that they were just telling us now that somebody should, she stopped somebody in the street and just said to them, uh, you know, like you know, how come there's so many sort of policemen around? You don't know. 
it's the world's hardest Congress, Zionisma. They've come all for the for the Congress. So there was uh, really incredible uh, security, and uh, you know, changing the routes of tram lines and the entire city and and, and soldiers everywhere and policemen. It was really something special. And Baruch Hashem, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred uh, Jews from Israel and around the world came representing, uh, you know, the diverse Zionist affiliations and celebrated a milestone event. It was incredible and really made it very meaningful. And I think it has taken the World Zionist Organization, its reinvigoration process to, to a different level. And having Mizrahi part of it is so appropriate because, as, as you pointed out, you know, this year in uh, 1902, 120 years ago, the, uh, the World Mizrahi Movement uh, was founded. Now, there, there were religious there were Rabbonim and religious Jews part of the World Zionist Organization from day one. In 1997, at the very first Congress, Congress, there was something called Rav Shmuel David Rabinovitz, who was a, sure. a very well-known rabbinic leader in uh, in uh, in Lita, and others. Uh, the reason um, Mizrahi sort of, you know, dates, uh, dates back to 1902 and not to 1897 is because there were actually no separate parties and streams within the World Zionist Organization until 1901. The founding of Mizrahi was actually a response, an orthodox religious response to the fact that a democratic liberal stream was created for the first time within the movement based on students of Ahada Ami in 1901 who pushed for secular Zionism, secular values, and the sort of religious and rabbinic leadership of, uh, you know, all those who were part of the movement felt that was a, that was really a challenge. So the response was to create a separate yet affiliated organization which would be absolutely committed to Torah Judaism. Um, but still involved in, uh, you know, formally with the with the World Zionist um, uh, Organization. Hence, Mizrahi, of course, being Merkaz Ruhani, they saw their role as, uh, you know, as being the the soul, so to speak, being the the Torah values to the center of the movement. And I think that was so meaningful about the 120 that in the very same hall, the famous hall where the delegates met and where. All the people came for the Scala event. We had in the side hall about 100 people, which covered the main, so let's call it the Orthodox uh, affiliates. We had a, a, just a moving commemoration. It was late-ish at night because, you know, everyone was gathered there for something else. But to be able to bring us as Orthodox Jews together, uh, religious Zionist Jews, to come to acknowledge the founding of the 120th years, we were addressed by the head of the Jewish Agency, the head of the World Zionist Organization, um, uh, the head of Karen Kayem at Israel, Duvdev, who's our representative, and a chance to reflect on the, the wonderful achievements of the, uh, not only the Zionist movement, of the religious Zionist uh, involvement. So it's very special. Rav, their own parents is with us, and ironically, and maybe that's the wrong word, but we've pointed this out before, uh, when you look back at the history, uh, both of the State of Israel and the formal Zionist movement, as you just described it, it's amazing how our unaffiliated brethren are the ones who catapulted us into the uh, scene of both the Zionist movement and then after that, the state of Israel. And I think that there's something to be said for that, Rav Daron. This is not, we don't necessarily have to spend the time now, but I, I, don't want the, yeah. I don't want the irony to be lost on everybody uh, in terms of the across-the-board effort that was required in order for everybody to eventually, uh, who did come on board with the Zionist movement, to in fact do so. Uh, I think that's really important to keep in mind. Sure. Rav Daron Peretz is with us. All right, so before we move on to the future, one more thing about the past. What is it like being in the same city, uh, being at the same hotel, uh, taking photos uh, uh, on the same balcony um, as uh, as Theodore Herzl and knowing that uh, 
that the delegates 125 years earlier were starting something basically from scratch that would have such an impact all these decades later. It had to have struck you both philosophically and emotionally to be in that place at that time. Yeah, how, how you frame the question is exactly captures the, uh, the uniqueness of the moment. There's no doubt that celebrating uh, a significant milestone in the same place at the same time in the calendar is very special. It was exactly at the same time, Rosh Chodesh Elul, the end of uh, September. It was really, really special, I must say. And, and knowing that they're in this, uh, you know, in the very same uh, city, in the very same hotel where we had these pictures, which was really a wonderful touch of being able to go up to the balcony and have the picture and all the members of the board and others were able to have it is really, really special and symbolic. Uh, but being in the, in the very same place, you know, originally uh, Herzl wanted to have it in, in other cities, Munich and other cities, but there was, you know, there was a lot of controversy at the time, both, both, both from the left and the right. A lot of the reform and more progressive streams didn't uh, agree with his national Zionism and some of the more, uh, you know, uh, Haredi streams at the time also less so. So there was actually from right and left, there was opposition. So you had to find a, a you know, a, a more neutral city. And of course, Switzerland's always known for neutrality. <laughs> right. So he managed to find, he managed to find Basel. And uh, so being in Basel, same time, same place, where you felt the entire city. And as I said, we were just explain now how the, the government and the federal government invested millions in the security of the, uh, of, of, of all of us who felt very secure. Uh, in fact, in one of the days I caught the tram, uh, uh, back to the hotel and after 15, 20 minutes in the tram, I didn't know where I was and I realized that they'd moved the tram. Every time there was any security concern where, you know, where people coming out of the Congress, they just altered the tram lines of the city. Wow. So the next one I found myself four, kilom- four kilometers away from the hotel without a, uh, without a, a, able to get Uber or a taxi so I had to walk it. It was very interesting. But I must say, to, to that extent, they literally tra- changed the routes of the tram line. So being in a place the very same place where you also got a sense of, uh, you know, the leaders of the, the Swiss uh, community in the, the Basel Canton, you know, and the, and the, the head of you know, the mayor and all that speaking and, and, and having it there in the same place at the same time in the same, uh, you know, arena was very, very special. Uh, and having so many people coming there was, it was additionally special that, uh, you know, it's a sense of the past being lived now into the future. So I must say many people heard them say it was one of their, their highlights. And for me, it was very special. I must say, it was very special. Rav Daron Peretz is with us. He uh, leads World Mizrahi. And um, I want to remind everybody, go to Mizrahi.org, Mizrahi.org for information. Also, when you go to Mizrahi.org, check out the HaMizrahi magazine, which was brilliant when it was first released years ago, but gets better and better, believe it or not, uh, with every issue. It's something that uh, Rav Daron and his incredible staff take great pride in for good reason. Uh, They have uh, widened the umbrella of uh, offerings in terms of personalities and in terms of topics. And I do want to recommend that everybody, especially this time of year, you'll have an opportunity over Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot to do a little bit of reading, hopefully, a little bit of relaxing. And you'll have an opportunity to check out Hamizrahi magazine, which is available in many, many locations in the United States and, of course, is available online at all times. Um so it's been announced, and Rav Daron and I are, are, are going to be uh, speaking in more detail. We started this conversation in August when I was in Yerushalayim, but we'll speak in more detail about uh, how uh, hopefully this radio broadcast will be even more involved. 
an opportunity to celebrate Israel 75 in Yerushalayim coming up on April the 24th of 2023 and a special World Orthodox Israel Congress that's going to be happening uh, that same week starting April the 26th of 2023. You can go to Israel, you can go to Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75 Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75. Rev Daron, you know, and it's no secret. In fact, it affected one of our journeys uh, that we were supposed to take. You know that uh, uh, as much as we have defeated this uh, uh, COVID-19, it still, it still lurks. Uh, but it seems that World Mizrahi, no matter what, no matter what the situation might be at this moment, is ready to go full steam ahead and plan for April of... Um, 2023 to be in Yerushalayim and to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the state of Israel. Tell us where the anniversary celebration is holding at the moment. Okay, great. I think the 125th of the World Zionist Organization in Basel, as you spoke about that special moment, is also really special for us to acknowledge in the same place at the same time, of course, in Israel, in Yerushalayim, uh, celebrating on Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaAzmaut, uh, both the celebration of the incredible milestone achievement of uh, 75 years of the State of Israel, and of course to commemorate the you know the the, the price paid for HaZikaron. Uh, you know anyone who's been in Israel for Yom HaZikaron and been at Har Herzl and and and, and then moves into uh, you know Yom HaAzmaut just feels. I want to say the first time I really, really felt a sense of an entire nation mourning. I suppose what we feel, what we feel on Tisha B'Av, but we feel it in our shuls and in our communities, and it's a, it's a communal experience. And you feel it a bit when you go to the Kotel and so many people there. But when you see, uh, you know, go to these, the, the, you know, the graves of, uh, you know, one of the most powerful experiences I had when I went to Har Herzl uh, on Yom Hazikaron, and all of a sudden it dawned on me that even as a rabbi, I officiated so many. Um, you know, God forbid, so many, so many funerals. I'd never been to a cemetery where there was a family and friends around almost every single grave. Just thousands and thousands of graves surrounded by people. I'll never ever forget being at the top of Mount Hurst and just looking down during the time of the siren. It just really hit me what it means when a nation mourns for the 25,000, uh, you know, lost in, in, in wars and in terror attacks. So to, to, commemorate, uh, you know, with Arvut Haradit, with the sense of camaraderie, what's the price that is paid, yet at the same time to celebrate the, the miracle. So, same time, same place. You know, we met, not we, we didn't meet, we met before, but we had our opportunity to have you in Israel for 50 years of Yerushalayim, the Jubilee, just over five years ago. That's a meaningful milestone, and now the milestone of the State of Israel. So really, uh, we've got it in two parts. We've got the celebration of Israel and the commemoration on Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaAzmut from Monday evening through to Wednesday evening of that week. And that's one large series of events. And then, as you said, we're moving into a World Orthodox Israel Congress. By the way, we're also going to be marking here on a global level the 120-year celebration of Israel, using our past to inspire our future. Because even though we acknowledged that at Basel, it was only for the people who had come to Basel. It wasn't on a more, uh, you know, it was only for our delegates who were there. But this will be something very meaningful to really uh, reflect on the past of our movement to inspire the future, to be a, a global movement. Uh, we are active at the moment in 30 countries, and by, and, and by then it will be over 40 countries. Bezrat Hashem, we're in the process of reinvigorating in many other countries. And, and Baruch Hashem, the idea is, is to bring together as broad a swath of the Orthodox Israel-supporting community 
uh, you know, through the prism of religious Zionism, but as broad as possible. And the Chidush over here of Nochum is it's bringing together not only people from over 40 countries, but lay leadership, rabbinic leadership, institutional leaders to bring heads of organizations, heads of schools, heads of schools, youth movements, etc., bringing the establishment uh, organizations and institutions across the Orthodox world with delegates and representatives together to really put some of the thirsty, just the SMH mama, just that event itself of bringing so many different people together, I think in and of itself makes one feel part of something so big and meaningful, the connection to Torah and to, to, the, to the land and state of Israel and to Jewish destiny, the great story of our generation of the rebuilding both of Israel and the Torah world together and the nexus between the two. And then also, Rav Nochum, making it a real congress. We, we're going to be doing, we are doing huge planning before we booked Binyana Ha'uma, the Israel's uh, main, uh, you know, um, convention center. By the way, for Yom Ha'atzmaut, we have booked uh, Ishai Ribo and Sultan's Pools to have a, a main event in Yom Ha'atzmaut outside the, uh, you know, the, the old city. But the event itself of the congress will be taking place in Binyana Ha'uma, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and really putting some of the major issues facing the Orthodox world on the table and being able to deal with them through a religious Zionist prism and, um, and come out with some, um, you know, initiatives uh, for the future. And we're in the process of building subcommittees regarding issues facing schools and schools and formal education, informal education, the community in general, connection to Israel and all of these types of things, uh, and to really have a meaningful global Congress um, um, Marking 120 years of Mizrahi, but most importantly, inspiring the future for the Jewish people and Israel. So that's all happening. So we definitely hope you'll be there, and we're hoping to have uh, well over a thousand people from around the world for this Congress, which we're working very hard on. It's pretty amazing. Everybody out there, keep in mind, I am sure you want to be in Israel at the end of April. <laughs> you want to be in Israel for Israel 75. Keep in mind, it's a big 75th anniversary celebration. You heard Rav Daron uh, tell us both about the uh, uh, Celebrate Israel 75 and the plans to be in Jerusalem at the beginning of that week of April the 24th in the World Orthodox Israel Congress toward the end of that week. Uh, big plans, to say the least. And I'm hoping that everybody out there certainly puts Israel on your calendar uh, for this coming year. A lot of people haven't been there in quite a while because of the pandemic. Put Israel on your calendar at some point, but hopefully we'll all meet together in Jerusalem in April and celebrate 75 years of the state of Israel and 120 years of the um, of world Mizrahi. Uh, Rav Daron, I, um, uh, again, I'm going to remind everybody they can go to the website. They can go to um, a Mizrahi.org, Mizrahi.org, get information about the... Uh, uh, about the Hamizrahi magazine, which we continue to re- highly recommend. You can also get information about what uh, they're doing, what Mizrahi is doing in Israel for Israel 75 by going to Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75. Again, Mizrahi.org slash Israel 75. Rav Daron, I, I don't know what we would do if, uh, if, if you and the organization were not as active as they are because to have a coordinated movement to celebrate together is amazing. This is what we felt back on the 50th of Jerusalem, that there was a coordinated movement to celebrate. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, uh, many splintered groups trying to get there and do different things all sometimes at the same time and all sometimes trying to do the same thing. Uh, it's wonderful to have you uh, leading this large umbrella uh, that I hope will, in fact, be filled with a lot of people once we get to the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. 
Oh, man. All right. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, I really appreciate it. And again, wishing everyone a a Shana Tuba Mutuka. And please, God, look for for once a healthy and happy year. And look forward to celebrating together in Israel, Bezrat Hashem, in good health and bringing the Orthodox Israel supporting world together for a very, very meaningful uh, meaningful Congress. Thank you very much. Amen, and thank you very much. Of their own parrots, everybody. He's, of course, the uh, chief executive of World Mizrahi. Lots of plans in a very, very big year. We keep talking about 5783, 5783, Blizrat Hashem, as opposed to its uh, immediate predecessors, <laughs> will be a very, very active year for the Jewish community to be involved in incredible causes, including Israel 75. Let's inspire our children and grandchildren by making sure to be connected to the state of Israel during this very important upcoming year. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
Gaffney with Hashir Vashavach. Shoresh before that with Tfilah Shlom Abdina. My uh, big thanks are of their own parrots as we get ready for Israel 75. If it's half as good as Jerusalem 50 was with Mizrahi, it'll be amazing. And I have a feeling it'll be even better, frankly. Uh, pretty incredible. Uh, JM and the AM on a, fr- on, a, on a Friday, on a, on a Monday morning here as we head back to school and back to work. Believe it or not, the final week of 5782. Rabbi David Heber is going to join us on Wednesday. We'll talk about 5783 with our calendaric trivia expert. And then we have some interesting weeks, a week that has Rosh Hashanah in it, a week that has Yom Kippur in it, a week that has Sukkot in it, a week that has Shemini Atzer Simcha's Torah. It's going to be quite a month. I'm sure many people out there are wondering... Um, what they'll be doing when they're not in shul or not involved in Torah study when um, when they have some downtime during the upcoming holiday season. Well, if it is Torah study you're looking for, this conversation can be very helpful. And if it's uh, general reading and interesting things having to do with our tradition, our community, and wonderful stories, this conversation can be very helpful as well. He is the leader of Art Scroll Masora. He is the uh, the person responsible for an incredible staff and a wonderful company and organization that provides us with uh, just remarkable publications. I refer, of course, to Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, who's with us, to preview and review some of the things that are going on in the world of Jewish books. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Good morning, and um, thank you for having me on, and good morning to your wonderful listeners. I appreciate How that. are you doing? Baruch Hashem, and a happy, healthy, sweet new year to you and your family and the entire staff. And, you know, it's funny, the, the, the fir- I think the first two things I'm going to be concentrating on really gives us the gamut of what Art Scroll is responsible for. The first thing I'm going to do is remind everybody that you are one of the very important backbones and outlets of the Mishnah Yomi, what is now becoming tradition. Uh, and um, it, it, on the website, there's information on how people can join Mishnayomi and some of the uh, free material that, uh, uh, that Art Scroll uh, distributes to the worldwide community. So the first thing I'm going to do is remind everybody that those who are studying two Mishnayas per day uh, just understand that our friends at Art Scroll are very much behind the entire project. Wouldn't you say that, Gedalia? I would say that's for sure true, and um, it's incredible how we start at the end of December. And we're almost finished. Those who stuck with it, two missions a day, takes about five, six, maybe seven minutes a day, will be finished with Seyed Zrayim mid-November. 
We're ready up to Magdashani, Parakeh, at the end of Parakeh. And so many people come over to me and thank me, even though all we did was bring awareness, but we joined up together with the OU and with the Aguda. We gave out over 30,000 calendars to save Israel and thousands of Mishnayas. And you can still get free Mishnayas, those who take upon themselves to learn two missions a day, just go to artscroll.com or your local bookstore, uh, Sorum store, and the free pocket Mishnayas are available. And by the way, uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz has said to me off the air that he anticipates an even bigger surge when Seder Moed begins in mid-November, number one, because of the material, and number two, because of all the publicity that has been enjoyed uh, regarding Mishnayomi. So you'll be joining even more and more people if you join uh, when uh, Moed starts after Zrayim ends in mid-November. And obviously we'll remind everybody as we get closer and closer. The other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, as you know, because we, we had an opportunity here on the air, and I say this to the listeners, as you know, uh, the kosher palette has been re-released. Um, it is a an anniversary edition. We spoke both with Susie Fishbein and uh, Sandra Blank last week here on JM and the AM. Now the figure Gedalia, not that it's you know not that it's my business, but but it's been in the ads. It says over eighty thousand copies sold. Now I, I'm assuming that that does not include the first run of twenty one years ago. Am I right about that? No, it does include that. Oh, it does. It does. Include- sure it does. So in combination, we actually just released it a few weeks ago. Um, those who know the history, we did not publish the kosher palette. Right, it was published by you know the Kushner School by themselves. A group of volunteer women got together and really single-handedly changed the cookbook industry, kosher cookbook industry. It was a revolution, and the first cookbook we published was the Susie Fishbein, which was a follow-up to the Kosher Palette. That was Kosher by Design, but Kosher Palette really gets the credit for starting this explosion of beautiful, beautiful Kosher cookbooks, and um, it's been out of print for many, many years. Kushner Academy approached us, yes, we're interested in reprinting it. We said it would be an honor to bring a book like this back to the public, and you know, there's so many women was a nostalgia. I remember, this was their first cookbook. I think it's now close to 20 years. Yeah. And they want to give it to the children. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, and it's beautiful. We went through it last week in terms of just how many wonderful uh, things are included in it. Uh, so, uh, now we understand, everybody. Over the last 21 years, over 80,000 copies of the Kosher Palette have been sold. And uh, now it is in a it is a, uh, uh, an anniversary edition. And no doubt thousands have been sold already, right, Gedalia? That we could definitely say. Thousands of the revised edition for yeah, sure have been sold. For sure have been sold, yeah. have been sold already. And uh, who knows? Even the revised edition, the anniversary edition, may get to 80,000. This is, in fact, one of the most popular cookbooks. And that's why I say we talk about Mishnah Yomi, then we go to cookbooks. It's uh, And by the way, yeah, just explaining meaning the gamut of, uh, of what Art Scroll does and what we can discuss uh, regarding your work. But can you um, – can, can, is there a way to express uh, just how revolutionary that whole cookbook genre became? Because if, you know, more than 20 years ago, uh, cookbooks had a certain personality and a certain impression, it completely changed once the Kosher Palette and then Susie Fishbein's works with you started to be released. Is, is there a way to sum up what it's like right now in the kosher cookbook industry? 
I mean, besides for, you know, Shemashim and Tadurim, which are bought by tools throughout the world, people ask, what is the number one selling book? Let's not call it a safer. What's the number one selling genre of books? And by far, it's cookbooks. What's amazing is there are so many cookbooks out there. Every year we feel, okay, this has to be the end of the line. <laughs> and every book we come out, the numbers just increase. Women love, men love cookbooks, looking through them, reading them. You know, it's, it, many times they don't even cook from it, but it's just the beauty of it. The pictures, you get the table setting ideas. Many authors write, you know, beautiful introductions to the recipes, which are like stories from their own life. But it took on a life of its own. And the reason why we're proud of the cookbooks we come out with is because, as you know, Nachum, if you go back many years when you were growing up, kosher food was limited to mashed potatoes and some brisket, yep. maybe some string beans on the side. And there was no pride in being able to keep kosher and to have delicious and present delicious dishes. And these cookbooks showed you could keep kosher and really not give up on anything. You'll have delicious food. You can present it in a beautiful way. Your Yontif table, Shabbos table could be beautiful. And that's why we're really very proud of what we accomplished. Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowicz is with us. Go to artscroll.com, everybody. Artscroll.com. You know what we always say. We say use promo code radio for your discount and free shipping. Again, artscroll.com. Whatever you order today, uh, use promo code radio for your free shipping and for your discount. All right, uh, let's go through some of the things I have in front of me. Oh, but one of the things I don't have in front of me, because it, it arrived actually last week, and I don't have it in this in this box, uh, it is the, um, it, essentially, it's the uh, it's the Kitzer Shar Bitachon. It's Shar Bitachon, which, of course, you, you and I have discussed many, many times, but in a more concise, I don't want to say friendly manner, but in a more concise, direct manner, maybe I'd put it that way. I, I hope that people are, are, um, uh, are, are gravitating toward it because it's really a wonderful opportunity to get into Shar Bitachon and to do it on a on somewhat of a simpler level, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so Shara B'Tachon is a very hard safer, but it's a, it's, it's a very important safer because we go through life, and those who have B'Tachon, those who rely on Hashem, their life is just a lot smoother and a lot easier. B'Tachon, the full safer, brings in a lot of verses and stukim that are very hard, and many times it takes the reader off topic because he's trying to prove his point right. for many different verses, or different, you know, examples. So what Kitzah Shara B'tachin does, it's the exact same words as a Shara B'tachin, but they pulled out all the hard sukkim, all the hard, you know, parts that really take a person's concentration away, and it can get them like a roadblock to stop going through the safer. So we look at it like this is a great introduction to Shara B'tachin, and those who learn Shara B'tachon, it's a great way to review it with really getting the main parts out that you want to apply to your life and you want to keep on going over and over. 100%. Also, uh, I must point out this time of year, people are looking for more inspiration in their tefillah, in their prayer in general. Um, it, I mean, what, what you've done with this Safer, 
uh, the Yesod Yeshoresh Havoda, Yesod Vishoresh Havoda, I should say, the authoritative 18th century guide to heartfelt prayer and inspired service of Hashem. It is a complicated work, frankly, and uh, everybody at Art Scroll has gone ahead, your scholars have gone ahead, and have turned it into something that all of us can, can gain from. So I'm going to point that out and put it on our recommended list for this time of year, especially for those who want to see their, uh, uh, their prayers be enhanced. Uh, but call a kavod to what Art Scroll has done with this one, Gedalia. It's a very important sefer, a very hard sefer. It was written close to 250 years ago, and it's a sefer that, you know, the Vilna Gon and many Hasidic Rebbes encourage their followers to learn from because, you know, unfortunately, and especially in this generation, and, you know, many times we definitely do the mitzvot and we dive in, but that real connection, that when you're praying to have that connection to Hashem, but when you're doing the mitzvah to really understand why we do it and how we should do it, he brings it out in such a beautiful way. It's especially this time of the year when we try to show Hashem that we're doing extra for him. It's something to pick up and to take little pieces at a time. It's not a safety you can go through at once, right. but you'll be a different person. You're, right. you're, you're, the way you do things, the way you interact with people, and the way you interact with Hashem will be on a higher level. You know there's certain svarim that people like to take to shul and read for 10 minutes before davening starts? This is one of them. <laughs> this is one of those yes. that will definitely— But, but you, have to put, you have to put on a warning. If you, you, As long as it took you to daven— before you started reading this, you must air time because it's going to happen automatically. Yeah, no question about it. The concentration factor will certainly go up. All right, I have four more in front of me, uh, two very serious ones for this time of year and two uh, that are that are meant, I believe, for the youth in our community that we have to uh, make uh, both the young people and the uh, parents aware of. I will start with Ari Pesach Krohn. Uh, this is not brand new, but it is brand new for a lot of people, meaning it came out last year, uh, but once the Yom Naroyim, once the high holidays ended, uh, people may not have realized that it was out there. So we want to highly recommend Yom Naroyim with the Magid, we spoke to Rabbi Krohn about this on the air, and we may actually do so again uh, before we get to Yom Kippur. It's elevating stories and insights from Elul through Yom Kippur. And you know what Rabbi Krohn's stories do for people, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz. Uh, what could you tell us about the Yom Naroyim uh, offering? Well, you know, the, Yom Naroyim with the Magid came out last year, as you mentioned. Right. And in the first year, I believe it sold over 12,000 copies in a few weeks. Wow. And that's why we are... We put it back in the ads, which we usually don't do, because there's a lot of new titles that come out every year. And a lot of material in general for the high holidays. Right. And this is just a very, very important book in the sense that it's light. It's something you could say over at the table. People are looking to say something inspiring to their family when they're sitting at the Rosh Hashanah table. And, or like you say, you could have it in shul sometimes. Right, right. So you're looking for something to do, maybe in the middle of a long davening. Right. Pull this out, you'll be inspired. 100%. Check it out, everybody. And it's on the website, of course, artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio or by Crone on the Yamim Narayim on the high holidays. It's just amazing. You've released, some, you've released something called 40 Days of Caring. Build the habit that builds your blessings. Daily three-minute Shmiras Alushan lessons, plus 120 true stories to bring the message home. It's from the Chavit. Time Heritage Foundation.
Foundation. It's part of the Art Scroll series. And, I, and I'm somewhat smiling as I as I say this because the older I get, and this is going to sound funny for the industry that I'm in, the older I get, the more I realize that the easiest way to deal with Shemuris Halashan is to just keep our mouths shut. But I think, I think this book gives us some more practical methods than my recommendation. What can you tell us about 40 Days of Caring? 40 Days of Caring was, as you said, done by the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation. Anything they do is on a different level. They understand people. They understand what people need in order to, you know, keep Shmir Salashon. And the way to Shmir Salashon is not, not talking. That's not because you can go crazy <laughs> from that. And it's, just, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. And, this, and, this, and these days you'd have to say no texting and no, no social media. You have to include everything. Right. <laughs> they used to say that the Chafetz Chaim must have been a very quiet person. Right. Those who knew the Chafetz Chaim say it's not true. He talked, he talked, he talked. But he knew how to talk. It's like, you know what it's like saying? It's like saying that, oh, because of Hilcha Shabbos, you have to sit in a room, tie yourself up, and don't move. Right. Not true. We go about Shabbos. Sure. If you know the laws, you're able to go through Shabbos and keep Shabbos. It's the same thing over here. If you know the laws of Lashnara, you're able to talk, you're able to keep conversation, and you won't speak Lashnara. And this is an easy way to do it. Again, this is something that could be read at the table, you know, a piece at a time. And it will change your life. People who don't speak Lashon Hara are happier people. Yeah, and not only that, if it just prevents people from, you know, hitting send or sending an email or keeping their mouth shut once, twice, or three times, you know, more often, it's worth it, as we know. We know what human nature is all about, and we know that it's a difficult discipline, but of books like this, and they do help. They help tremendously. Um, if they help people in terms of uh, reining that type of behavior in, it can only be um, for everybody's good. Uh, 40 Days of Caring, everybody. Check it out, 40 Days of Caring. By the way, and I know that this is totally off the top of your head, believe me, you have any clue how many Art Scroll works over the years had to have to do with guarding one's tongue? Is this is this a category that's been very heavy for you guys, or it's a uh, you know one that just has a few books in it? This is definitely a heavy category over the years. We've come out with many books, different angles, different ages, right. different approaches. Right. But um, it, it's only because there's a demand. You know, people really want to guard what they say. And because of that demand, the Chavetz Chaim Marriage Foundation, led by Michael Rothschild, is really looking for ways to help people out with different publications. Yeah, amazing. Great work. Check it all out, everybody. Everything, everything that Art Scroll has in every category is up there on the website at artscroll.com. And finally, I've got two um, uh, two books in front of me that that it's been described to me by members of your staff could both be revolutionary. One is called My Story, stories from kids just like you. Uh, Tzivia Reischer is the author, um, and 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 this is uh, this has the potential to make a tremendous impact out there. Uh, what what did you think when you were first introduced to this project entitled My Story, Stories from Kids Just Like You? I think this is a very, very important book and which will eventually become a series. Um, Sylvia Rice already started on the next volume. Wow. It will be a multi-volume work. These are stories from kids who struggled with different areas. And I'll give you an example. It could speak about a child who struggled with a divorce in the family right. or someone who had a best friend 
and the friend is really like ignoring them at, at this point. Or the parents can't afford something and all the other parents are doing it. There's so many stories like that that kids feel sometimes that are only ones in the world going through these struggles. But when they read a book like this and they see, wow, this is normal, I'm normal. And maybe a different message is brought out or a different angle on how to look at it. it it'll just change the child's perspective or it would even make you know, a, a child, a kid in a class more sensitive to another kid who might be going through something that they never thought of. And this, so I am very excited about this. This is so important. It should be brought into every home and encourage kids to read it. And Sylvia Reicher writes so beautifully. You're like, you're brought into the story. You feel like you're there. And it's meant for everybody, eight-year-olds, the 10-year-olds, the 12-year-olds. If you have a kid in your home, everybody, this is a really, you know, we talk about downtime during Yuntif, uh, during uh, Sukkot, Cholomoyed, et cetera, when there are many hours that need to be filled. Here's an opportunity for kids uh, to really explore some great stories. It's called My Story, Stories from Kids Just Like You. Sivia Reicher is the author and, of course, available from Art Scroll, And uh, uh, we have the one here for teens. It's My Parents and Me, Heartwarming Stories for Teens, done by Shimon Finkelman with a special section, Halachas of Kibbut Ava'im. In a way, what you just described could be applied to this one as well, right? That these are these are stories that will uh, not only uh, allow some teens to relate to if they're in the same situation, but these are stories that will inspire them the same way, you know, uh, many stories inspire the adults who read them out there. Exactly. It's really the same exact um, thing. Kids should be reading through stories. It's so much easier to give kids lessons through stories as opposed to lecturing. No one's there lecturing. They don't want to be told what to do. But when you read a story and you're inspired, it gets you to think different. I just want to, I want to bring out one more sure. book that you didn't mention, probably didn't get it yet, is Rabbi Meir Yadid's Power of Chinuch. Ah. As we know, Rabbi Meir did is a rising star. I can't say rising. He is a star. Right. He's rising in the sense that he never sits back and looks on what he, on what he did. He's always looking on what he could do next. And um, he's in the Sephardic community, the Rav of Shari Zion. He has a, a huge yeshiva, boys' school, and now he opened the Kolel. And this Tower of Chinuch is such an important book for both parents and teachers, he brings out lessons in such a beautiful way, in such a normal way. I encourage everyone to pick up whatever you did say for I love our conversations with him. I look forward to speaking to him about that one. And, yeah, there are some people who are really making their mark and making a tremendous impact in so many important areas. Bitachon, Achinuch, Lashon Hara, as we said, stories for kids, uh, inspiring people this time of year when it comes to tefillah. Uh, it, just so many different categories that people can explore, and even the even the delicious cookbooks out there that are that are helping people make some incredible items for both Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. Anochem, let's not forget all the machzorim. Yes, the linear machzorim, the Hebrew English, the Hebrew only. So many machzorim uh, to encourage people to just daven better at this time of the year that our judgment hangs in the balance. How Hashem is looking at us. He's a vino of Harachim. He wants to have mercy on us. He just wants us to ask. If we ask for his mercy, the mercy will be there. We should all daven well. We should daven to Hashem that we should all have a good year, a sweet new year, 
with Parnassa, with Nachas, and good health. Amen. And a lot of significant things are happening this coming year for our friends at Art Scroll, wishing them uh, an incredible year ahead as well. And Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, I thank you. I thank you for letting me be a partner in all of this and getting the word out about so many important things. And uh, you and everybody at Art Scroll and you and your entire family should have a happy, healthy, sweet new year. And we should celebrate many wonderful occasions together. Amen. Thank you for your friendship, Nachum. He's Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz, who leads our friends at the Art Scroll Misora. And uh, as you heard from this list, we just went through so many amazing, wonderful, brand new things going on. Check it all out at artscroll.com. Check it all out at artscroll.com. When you go there, no matter what you want to order, with the new Machser, one of the brand new books we spoke about, anything whatsoever, uh, you uh, make sure to use promo code radio. When you use promo code radio, you get a, a major discount plus free shipping. You know the rule. When you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. More coming up. It's Monday here at JM in the AM.
the AM with Israel Werdiger and uh, Achenu here at JM in the AM. Before that, the uh, Eitan Cat selection, Baruch Hu at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast, reminder of a Heber on Wednesday. Tomorrow by Kenneth Brander, the uh, president of Arturo Stone. Or by Heber Wednesday on calendaric trivia for the year 5783. What's this coming year going to be like? We'll find out. <laughs> We'll find out some of the things that it'll be like. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Coming up at 9 o'clock is Rai Benji Kramer. He's got a uh, May Ear Me Limb segment on the word shofar. The word shofar is going to be Rabbi Kramer's um, focus. That'll be at uh, 9 o'clock right after JM and the AM. May Ear Me Limb with Rai Benji Kramer. The word is shofar. We'll have that for you coming up. By the way, we don't normally talk about sports on this program, or at least, you know, I mean, we do talk about sports, but generally, generally it's YU basketball or something like that. But I just have to acknowledge as a long-suffering Jet fan, and I'm sure those of you who are long-suffering Jet fans join with me in uh, expressing the shock <laughs> over what happened yesterday. Still can't get over it. We basically gave up on the game and then... One of my sons realized from a comment that someone made online that the game is still going on and they have a shot. So to the long-suffering Jet fans, I'm glad we had one day to uh, to not suffer. Um, or at least not suffer in the end. There was plenty of suffering during the game. And also this uh, this development that Aaron Judge is now at 59 home runs is unbelievable. And the world of sports is the focus of After Further Review. Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon will be discussing all of this, no doubt, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time this morning right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I'm sure they'll have other stories as well to cover, uh, which you could tune in and, uh, and listen to. 10 o'clock for After Further Review here at the Nahum Siegel Network. NahumSiegel.com slash chesed is a web page you must check out. It gives you uh, an entire list of the chesed opportunities that we've been discussing during this month of Elul. Again, nalchomsigl.com slash chesed. The Elul campaign is L'Zecher Nishmas Yaakov Michal Ben Achavar Yisrael in memory of Yanki Meyer. In fact, uh, there's, a there's a link there to support Yanki's legacy, a campaign through the chesed fund supporting Project You Did. You'll see that on the page, nalchomsigl.com slash chesed. Also, we added today the Jewish community of Puerto Rico. There's a link there to help those who are suffering from the devastating hurricane. That's up there. Yad Ezra Veshulamit is up there. Uh, Misaskim is up there. The Sukkah Shadchin, Kupath Ezra, Renewal, Bris Avram. The Chevra Gamach and Naftali Solomon spoke to us about on Friday to help first responders in our community. All of these links are on, in one location, nachomsigl.com slash chesed, nachomsigl.com slash chesed. Take advantage of the Elul Chesed campaign and all the information that we're giving out in memory of Yaakov Mechol ben Achavar Yisrael. And be as generous as possible with at least one, if not more, of the causes on um, on the page. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. More coming up. It's Monday. It's JM in the AM.
Gallagher with Kival Karas here at JM and the AM. We'll close things out with Lipa here on a Monday morning broadcast at JM and the AM. Right, Benji Kramer with Mayor Me Lim is coming up next with the word shofar. Don't forget uh, Yoni Pollock and uh, Seth Gordon with after further review at 10 o'clock Eastern time here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network. And of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Monday here at JM and the AM. My thanks both to Rabbi uh, Daron Peretz and Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz for joining us. Rabbi Heber on Wednesday. Tomorrow, Rabbi Kenny Brander. Last full last week of the year here at JMDM. Spend it with us right here every single weekday morning and, of course, all day long at the Nahum Siegel Network. Rabbi Benji Kramer, Mayor Me Lim on the word shofar is coming up next. And after further review with Yoni Pollock and Seth Gordon, that's happening at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time right here 
on the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.